This episode is brought to you by Veridesk. Veridesk makes office furniture simple. Seriously. Everyone probably knows their height adjustable stand-up desk. I use it every day in my video production business. It was really the first step to create a happier, healthier me because I was sitting all the time, losing circulation, and standing up just feels a lot healthier. Today, Veridesk has a full line of furniture and accessories for the office or the classroom, and they make it easy to order, assemble, and change around as you need it. You really got to check them out. Just go to veridesk.com forward slash behind the brand and take a look. So a lot of people who watch this show, and it's an ongoing series, we sort of pull the curtain back uh, and reveal, you know, who's doing what and what's the secret sauce. Um, give us some of your best advice. Imagine like we're talking to 21-year-old Lori Grenier just a couple of years ago, I'm sure. Uh, and tell her what you would say to her right now, just, just coming out of college. I would say go for your dreams. Go to do whatever you want. There's nothing stopping you. I believe that if there is any goal that you have for your career, for your life, all you have to do is put your mind to it and then do all the smart things in which to make it happen. I don't know the word no. So I would say be fearless, be driven, be confident, and don't worry about what happens. Make it happen. It's good advice. Now, do you speak from experience? Do you say that because you did the opposite? Or like, were you ever yeah, in a position no. where you were fearful or you were hesitant? Or no, actually, I mean, I'm not saying this in an arrogant way, or, yeah. um, but I just think I always knew that I was an entrepreneur. I wanted to be independent. I didn't want to work for anybody else. I knew my personality type. I was very creative. And I just needed to find what it was I wanted to do. And I fell into it accidentally. I think what I hear people talk about that stops them often is a lack of confidence or a lack of, or, or concern. They don't want to put in the time that it's going to take. So they'll say, well, I really wish I could do this, but they want someone else to do the work for them. That's not what I would tell people to do. I would say, you're probably not an entrepreneur. But I think anybody starting out, whether they, they want to be an entrepreneur or not, I think you really just have to figure out what it is you love. And then, how can you do it? Because if you're doing what you love, you'll do well at it. And um, I don't know. My whole philosophy is you can make anything happen. Yeah, you know, we watch the show and we see you uh, positioned as the queen of QVC and the, you know, patent maven. And, the warm-blooded shark. Yeah. Uh, but I want to hear it from you. Like, what's Lori's legacy? Like, what are you good at? Maybe something that we what don't know. What am I good at? Yeah. Oh, well, my superhuman power. I think the thing I'm really good at is knowing what people want. I just have a gut, innate instinct for knowing what people want. And that helps me to make the right decisions um, often. And then I think uh, probably that I'm pretty fearless when it comes to business. Things don't really phase me. I just think, what do I need to attain my goal? If something's an obstacle in my way, I'm going to forge through it. There's always a way to find a solution, and I find them. I make things happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. I, I am someone who makes things happen, you know, straw into gold. Not always gold, but um, <laughs> so I can relate with that. Um, talk to us about maybe one of your biggest failures. And, you know, from the point of view of 
you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. A lot of people, you know, they want to avoid these mistakes. The reality, guys and gals, is that you can't have success without the failure, and that's okay. That's part of it. But like, what stands out in your mind is maybe something you, a big mistake or a failure that you learned from. Well, what's interesting is, is with my trajectory, with what I did, my career path, I was a product person. And so I look in terms of like what product didn't make it kind of thing, because really for me, it was always learning. So there were stumbling blocks along the way, like somebody might say, um, uh, falsely want to take one of my products or one of my patents, so they'd file a fake lawsuit, or they'd do something in which to knock me off. or. And those were uh, really hard stumbling blocks because I had to learn legal very quickly. I would have to fight things. Um, Did you so like, personally at all? Oh, sure. I mean, every entrepreneur gets knocked off, with, especially with their best products. And then, of course, you take it personally. It's your baby. You know? So then you're like, no, you know, I'll be damned if I'm going to let them take my baby. Um, so those were some hard lessons. I don't think I look at them as failures. Um, I look at them as roadblocks. For me, a failure in my career, because I was lucky I had a very straight up trajectory, um, I think probably if a product that I really believed in and put a lot of money in failed, that was like, woo, that's a failure. Yeah, what's the most and, amount of money you've lost at one time? Uh, the biggest failure was I did this product, it was so funny, I thought it was so clever, and, and in my mind I always thought if you do something, if it's really great and you give people a lot, like quantity, and it's good price, they'll buy it. So we had this like centerpiece collection thing that did, it floated candles and it had regular candles and it would hold uh, fruit and candies and it turned, it like, I, it's hard to explain, but like twisted and turned into a million different things. Sasami knife of Yeah, like 28 piece centerpiece, yes. And um, the buyers at QVC wanted it to go on pre-Mother's Day. And I said, you know, in my gut, no, this is holiday, this is a holiday item, it's a centerpiece, like who decorates their table only at holiday, right? They said, no, no, great Mother's Day. So I didn't go with my gut. Had it be a pre-Mother's Day present, I think we brought in like 100,000 pieces, and I think I sold like 30 for one day. It was a one-day selling thing, and that was tragic. It was like, oh my God, what are we going to do with these? And I felt like crap. I went home feeling like the biggest loser. And then, fortunately, they had to hold on to some of the inventory. We sold it at Christmas, and it blew out. So, you know, lesson, follow your gut. <laughs>